Hello everyone and welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking football. We have got a massive show tonight, we're here in Face's shed. Tonight, Face is going to unearth some content from a new media platform he's just uncovered. Um, strange looks from Baz, <laughs> he has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, we're going to continue our ACL debate from last week, boys. Um, I'm sure people are excited about that. Baz is going to give us the rebirth. Of a fat mid- midfielder. I'm look- looking forward to hearing about that. <laughs> of course, we're going to listen to our brothers and sisters and uh, hear some banter we've had during the week. But we're also going to unearth a new segment tonight that Baz is going to unearth. Boys, Baz, face, welcome. Oh, g'day, Funk. And I'll tell you what, Baz, we almost was naming it Funky in Face tonight. A little bit late to tonight's event. I was, mate. But I'll tell you what, I was a bit distraught when I rocked up because almost un-Australian from face, <laughs> he was trying to... <laughs> move the top of the crown lager away from the bottle. Oh, this I is, said, mate, this it's hurts. a twist top, and he was trying to um, he's trying to get it off. But it's a twist top, mate. How can you not know that a crown lager has a twist top? Do you know the That's other un Australian thing he's done? What? It's at Faces Venue, so we're in his shed. Can we start this again? And what we generally <laughs> say, it's a rule that if you host, you provide. Mm. Right. He's had to <clears throat> rustle together chips off the back of the pantry, and I had to bring the chocolate. And we, the, wi- the first thing he cracked was wine that was very much out of date and <laughs> smelled like vinegar. So very ordinary. Some face. Baz brings out a smorgasbord at his I'm, place. I'm just. I've been saved by the night by Matthew's tardy um, uh, arrival time. But um, boys, welcome to the shed for the first time. Very good. Nine, episode four, Funk. It's been great banter already uh, this year. Really enjoyed it, boys. You know what's happened uh, during the week? I haven't told you, boys, this. Yep. Jock Cameron has watched the uh, Formula One show off your Oh, uh, nice. Yes. Good work. Yeah, so he's watched it. He enjoys it. It is. It is. So it. he's taken on board um, Funky's uh, recommendation. That's great that we've got at least one listener during the week, boys. <laughs> That's excellent. Actually, Baz, now I need to... This is serious now. The difference, episode two, when it was just Baz and Face... Mm-hmm. We scored more listeners than when Funky was back last week in his return. Well, Face, you better be careful. Otherwise, it's going to be fun, Funky. <laughs> We've actually cracked the 2,000 listeners mark over all our episodes from last season and uh, this season as well. So 2.1 thousand listens we've had. Thank you to our oh, brothers think, and sisters. Yeah, it's very good. Speaking of brothers and sisters, who have we got this uh, week? What's been the banter, Face? Well, we've had a little bit of banter over Twitter and Facebook. I already um, had some good ones this week. Yeah, we've got a new follower, Stephen Crow. He's Crowy. a Nord man and, yeah. a, and a Crow's man. So uh, welcome to uh, with a parody Crowy. about Stephen Rowe. Isn't yeah, he's got it? his yeah. he's got his little uh, profile pic there as as Crowy in his heyday. Um, there was a lot of uh, act, uh, discussion about the ACL discussion we had last week in in episode three. Will Tilly was talking about. The, the ground at Adelaide Oval, and that's whether that's got to contribute in 2019. Um, also brought up the Charlie Kerno knee injury that he had. That was very lucky that Kerno didn't do a bigger knee. Um, MZ and uh, Matty Laurie got in on a discussion on our Facebook page, which is great, but we got a great one from Uncanny Annie, Liam Pickens' wife. She responded to our tweet about mentioning really? her last week. She said, Good work. Great episode, guys. Thanks for the kindness. Now, if Good she's the wife of 2019 already, yeah. then... Uh, she's the up. early contender for centre for Funky Baz and Face <laughs> team of the year, 2019. Don't want to stick her on a wing for a bit of speed? No, nah, she's in the center. middle. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. No worries. Um, 
that's it for... Uh, There's not. What's, what's We've the also one? got Janet. Oh, yes. Great call, Funk. So, uh, Funky, during the week, there was a, a, a tweet from a... Well, let's say she's a, a middle-aged lady that wasn't overly um, receptive of Dusty Martin's actions on the weekend versus the Giants. Can I... She said there's no place for Dustin Martin in an AFL club. And how did you respond? She, she said poor role model. Oh, I thought that was pretty unfair. He, he he's cracking it. Yeah, I said shit tweet Janet. <laughs> and I, I'm very, very careful about I don't do stuff like that. But I think AFL players are criticised a lot. They do a lot of good. And Dusty Martin's been brilliant. And he's done. He's had probably but five you, uh, bad. Articulate yourself better than that. No, I just was, thought it, it was, was short, direct. sharp, and sweet. But the thing is, <laughs> you're better than that. Uh, well, I just thought she needed to pull her head in a little bit because she really criticised him. She liked it. <laughs> she liked it. <laughs> there we go. So she, and she didn't go to the depths of the despair about someone criticising her tweet. She actually liked it. Yeah. And you got a good and I got for that. It reminds me of when I was at Heaven once and <laughs> I was having this argument with this girl who was out of passion. <laughs> <laughs> Janet and I did not go there, but um, there was a fair few likes yeah. for my shit tweet, Janet. And I think I got the message through, so that was pretty good. Um, what's that sign there, Face? I can't read that. Been a big week, not just in footy, but also in sport, boys, this week. We've had the Ferg, Callum Ferguson, come out and say he's closer to a national recall than ever before. Baz, yeah, I reckon I'm thought... closer to a national recall. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, mean, I, so, I, I hit 97 that. back in under 16. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's close. further away than he said. JL said he's close. I reckon JL says that to most, uh, <laughs> yeah. most yeah. players playing cricket and not just for the second 11. Moana Hope being cut as the marquee from North AFLW side. Baz, you're a bit disappointed about that um, delisting? Oh, it doesn't really worry me too much at all. But, <laughs> but I just think that with the four new sides, she's going to get picked up. But yeah. she was the marquee girl for the. Before all the ads, came in, she was the yeah. marquee girl. But yeah. now the game has surpassed her. There's Great. so many more stars. The big news in the dub, in the mm. women's league was the uh, Richmond girl yep, who yep. went from the Bulldogs, mm. and the Bulldogs are filthy about it. Yep. Katie Brennan. Yeah, yep. because they're saying that they put a lot of, lot of time into her, and now it's so easy to switch clubs. She, she was the one that missed out on their grand final because... Suspension. Suspension, mm. thank you. Um, but obviously was a captain at that yeah, time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you that's know what? That's, that's professional Yeah, sport. that's right. Yeah, yeah, and I think because it's such an uh, embryonic... Uh, em- <laughs> Early stage, <laughs> embryonic, embryonic stage. Yeah. That they're not mature enough to handle those sort of things. Yeah, and I think as the, the game rules are set up, that's good, right. good on you for having a crack at that word too. Thank by the way, but early yes. would have done you justice. Mm. Kane Corns having a scathing attack of Adelaide's defensive pressure on Patrick Dangerfield last week, and also Crouch, his scathing attack side. on uh, Bryce Gibbs, the worst twenty-seven disposal <laughs> performance he's ever seen. And and what what's happened tonight? Well, you just break that news. I just found that out about 20 minutes ago. That is big news about Bryce Gibbs. That's a, gr- that's a great stand-up and notice for the Crows to mm. drop Bryce Gibbs. There's probably 10 players they could have chosen, but when we told you your mouth was open and the exact thing that I was talking about with face, I reckon Lynch and Jenkins and Betts will probably think it might be me next week. So I well, reckon you that's a great Well, you me the last call. player to get dropped after 27 possessions. Yeah. I don't reckon no, that would have been call. done in the history of AFL. Yeah. We, we noticed by watching just the intensity and the lack poor skill. We called him a jogger last week, didn't yeah, we? jogger, and just his skills were, were terrible. So, mm. great statement made by the Crows. Let's see what happens. Talking about the Crows, Wayne Carey bags North Melbourne the week that we actually play them. 
It only means one thing, boys, for me. I think the Crows are no chance this week. I, I reckon yeah, there's a certainty in, in every round. I think the Crows are absolutely no chance. <laughs> and you can you can replay that. Replay that. Yeah. I think we're absolutely no chance this week. That's uh, that says a lot about where the club's at, where the side's at at the moment. If we're no chance, against you know what annoys me and uh, the Port listeners here. I love the way Port's put in all the Dersma and um, the other two Rosie, early Rosie, Rosie, Rosie yeah. and um, Butters. Butters. They've put them in. And they're all playing well. Mm. Whereas a bit like Geelong's our, young guys as well. That's right, Geelong young guys. Mm. Our young guys, we, we don't play them. Ned Henry's not playing. Chase is just going. He's not doing a hell of yeah, a lot. But the other draft picks, we don't play them. Mm. Like, I just, sometimes, it's like when you play B grade at Barossa, you're playing, playing A grade. Not that I've played a lot of B grade. Scotty, yeah, you played sometimes <laughs> before. <laughs> um, in my later years. You're playing better A grade footy, aren't you? Like, I agree. Than, than in, the, in the Bs. I just think yeah. sometimes, just put the good young kids in. Like, we're not winning without him, so we, we might as well put him in. The last big week part of footy was about the ACL discussion funk. There's a great, a great discussion bit of banter between us. Last week, this was Baz's bait, where uh, the high-performance staff were contributing to the high injury rate and serious injury rate for the players. You obviously um, doubted Baz's um, bake. I, I, I just can't see how you can doubt it. There was no ACLs done in the Barossa League or, or surrounding leagues. Rick Wilkin did his name. <laughs> Rick, Rick Wilkin. He did it in the car park. <laughs> yeah. It, no one did their ACLs. This here, they're done like rubber bands here. Like they, they did are you done... see the research I sent you this week, um, which was also supporting your theory? So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Funk, do you want to maybe just go into that? that basically, you were wrong. Would you like yeah. to admit that you were wrong? So, my, what did I say on my research? So, I, I did it. I prepared <laughs> a couple of things before last week, and I said most ACLs were done by contact, and I was incorrect. 55% of ACLs are done through non-contact. Oh, so, I was, pretty close. I, I was wrong. Um, but the rate of ACLs are increasing. That's yeah. And the reason for doing that, and I did this research to support <laughs> to, to find out, and I thought I'd send it to you boys because I thought you guys aren't going to research it. So I thought, well, I'll do the honest thing. I'll research it. I'll do a bit more homework, and i send it out, even though it didn't support my theory. So the rate well, of no, ACLs no. are increasing. Yeah. One of the reasons why they think that ACLs are increasing is the load that they're putting um, players on. Bez, hey, you, you should like... No, I... I don't know how, like last week, it was just to me, it's an open and shut case. Like, surely. Since <laughs> the never ending story. <laughs> surely the, the, the load is getting too much. So, can I there just has say. To be so, a happy balance there. so, what you said last week is let's go back to training two nights a week and having a. I think, uh, you know what I liked about what you said? Yeah. You said that you wouldn't get 100,000 people to watch uh, old um, Greg Grace with a packet of fags in his mm. arm, you know, mm. having a kick. It's true. But there's a medium thing. So, I so I think high performance staff have made this game as good as it has ever yeah, been to good. watch. That's true. To get a hundred thousand yeah. people at the MCG to watch Dugowie, to watch Dangerfield, to watch Franklin, to watch all these stars do something that we can't do. We're not going to fill the MCG full of a guy who's got <laughs> a massive mud guts and well, ha- saw... has a has a. Uh, yeah, agree. Breather at. Isn't uh, that great time. though? Like you look at tonight's game. There's bugger all people there tonight. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, I don't know. So I think the fact that the game, we got pure athletes yeah. and skill, the game is magnificent. The rate of ACLs over a period of time, I think there was a, a bad two weeks for ACLs. 
uh, in part of the research, females are about nine times more likely to do their ACLs than oh, boys. Really? So I think that's and that's across the sport as well. well we've seen, I wonder, why, wonder why that is. We've seen that in AFLW, haven't we? There's been there's heaps a of lot. So well done to you, Baz. Well done, um, Baz. Bad luck to me and my hex debt from my um, <laughs> human movement degree. But then I did some research and helped out. Uh, anyway, our new segment, Baz. What's our new segment? I'd be nervous if. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> I, I'd be nervous if I was Israel Folau. Why is that, mate? Well, I think he's in a world of trouble at the moment, and I think he might be looking to play for the Barossa Bulldogs or the, or the Maribyrnong Blues at the moment because he's got, he's got no contract. Oh, I think correct? I think that was yeah. He's about to be sacked by rugby league or union or whoever he plays for. But that was horrendous. There's too many sponsorship dollars, and the game is is so concerned about looking after its its name, it, rightly so, that it can't allow ridiculous comments like that. Yeah, spot on. I yeah. would be very nervous. If I was is he? Face, you you give anything? Well. You know, people have different beliefs, don't they? In look, in when I first heard that he's going to be sacked from having a Christian belief about people, you know, going south rather than north, um, I didn't. Th- I thought, what's what's the problem with that? But in reading back, yeah, fair enough. And he is a representative of the ARU and other clubs, so you can see that that flies in the face of of what. Um, he's meant to be tweeting out. And clearly it's been a pattern of behaviour for a long time, so it wouldn't be his first time that he's done it. I think another way to look at it is if you're in your workplace and if you send out a work email and said the things that you have said... Yeah. No, I'd be in a world of trouble. You'd expect not to uh, come back the next day, so <laughs> that's a way of looking at it. I think yeah, it's a, pr- that's uh, a good point. pretty poor, and the fact that he's criticised people just for no fault of their own, yeah, mm. pretty ordinary... Have you got any other? I nervous? have, but I'll let face. Uh, I'll be nervous if I'm Winks owner Peter Ty this weekend, this Saturday, boys. So you might have seen in the mounting yard today, Baz. You've been a bit of a busy boy today, so you may you've been having a few bets this week, haven't you? I have had a few bets. I've been some, very some busy at bets. work this week, and you sent through a post of a. You've been down to the local tab, <laughs> and, and they were successful bets too. So I'm quite happy with that. I'm sorry, I actually should have told my brothers and sisters out there this tip that I had because it come through. So I was very happy with that. I think if the brothers and sisters are keen, we need to have a new new segment called Baz's Bets. Yes, Baz's Bets. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. I think that would be very good to include and on the And we should follow it because he only tells us his wins, wins, doesn't he? Yeah, so we need yeah. to see the wins and losses. Now, Face, this is un-Australian about Winks. You just mentioned Winks there. But I'm not a big fan of Winks, Face. I've had enough of Winks. It's a bit like when a team wins a premiership five, six years in a row. I think, like, Mar- uh, Kerrang uh, won, like, 10 years in a row. At the end of it, you just want them to buddy loose. Because so. you also say that Winks doesn't race just the big... So I think Winks could, has been offered to go overseas and race in the big daddy ones over there. But, no, nah, Winks just wants to be here. Like, it's like, to me, it's like uh, Crows versus Smithfield. You know, like, I think that it's, it's you, always going to win. You said... Now, this is cutting into my fresh find, actually, so this is unlucky. But you said it was un-Australian that I was trying to lift off a... A beer top with <laughs> with a bottle opener before it was true. Stop. That's true. It's it's uh, un Australian to bag one of the greatest racehorses in history. Here's why. You said that though. He's just he's just killing the content. A, you said it is un Australian. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you my. I'll be nervous. I'll be nervous <laughs> if I was Simon Lethlin who paid four million dollars for Dan Hanbury eight. Hundred thousand dollars over five years, and he's sitting on. He can't be in the leadership because he's not a leader. His body's not ha- That's a holding up. That's a strange decision, isn't it? And he's brought him in. 
I think one of the reasons they needed a name, they missed out on names, they needed someone yeah. patch him up, he'll do. I'd be mm. nervous if I was him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be nervous if I was him because he's sitting back doing bugger all with a five-year deal. I'd be like, nervous if I was the guy who was paying them. Yeah, it's incredible. Nah, he's going to come under massive scrutiny if he doesn't contribute at least good games They're this year. right too, the Saints. They're they are doing footy, very, man. very well. What's, yeah, what's, going on with the, what's going on with the Suns? Where's this come from? Uh, I think Stuart Jew is three games in, coach of the three rounds so far. <laughs> I think it's been brilliant. I, I always think... See, it's uh, been a big surprise this year, hasn't it? It's been yeah. brilliant. People said that they wouldn't win a game all year, and he's won two out of three and lost one by a point. I think it's been brilliant by Stuart it's, Jew. It's not uh, the easy game that everyone was putting down as four points, is no, it? Great. Yeah, very good. Uh, good start to the segment, Baz. You got any yeah. others, or is that... Uh, well, I, I, we've already covered this, but I would be nervous if I was the grass at Marvel Stadium because the A-League played there and that guy only did his knee. See what, the other codes are scathing. Wasn't that the SCG? Oh, yeah, very, good call. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the grounds. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's interesting. Great start to your segment, Baz. And I think that's a really good one for our brothers and sisters to give us some feedback on. Yes. Tell us there, I'll be nervous, yes. and we will mention the I'll be nervous would you rather? I've got some would you rather boys. Would you rathers? Would you rather back Richmond or Melbourne to make the four this year? Richmond. When they get their stars back, they'll be fine. They just need enough wins now. But uh, yeah, I think Melbourne's in trouble. I think Melbourne missing would be just almost as remarkable as Adelaide missing last year. It always seems to be mm. one that drops out mm. from everyone's predictions, but that would be huge. It looks like they're going to win tonight, but incredible um, if they don't make the eight. And you're a betting man, Baz. What would the odds have been at the start of the year with Richmond and Melbourne both missing the four? Would have been nice. <laughs> would have been nice. <laughs> Pats will try and get on that before the start of next year. Would you rather see a team win back-to-back premierships and never see another game again for the rest of your life? Jeez. Or... Watch your team never win a flag for the rest of your life. Oh, that's a great call. That's one of the best would you rather's ever. Thank you. Um, am I allowed to watch other teams? Nah. <laughs> You're never allowed to watch the football again. Back to back premierships. Do they continue like big glory? Brisbane continue winning flags, or are they just just no, you don't know. See what you I don't pick know, the back to back and have two year bender. You'd have to really have a, a magnificent time. You can always talk that. about those two premierships right. that they won. <laughs> and you'll never see football where, again. Nah, I'll never see football again. That's what about fine. you, Face? Yeah, no, I'd go with that too. Would you? I, I'm hanging out for 20 years for something, so... You uh, boys have a lot of spare time. Uh, well, After yeah, that. I'd have to follow hockey or something. We'd give it a good crap. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather listen to the late Richie Benno <laughs> commentate AFL or Bruce McAvaney commentate cricket? Bruce. Two two to two two. <laughs> that was a bad bit. That was a great person. I've actually never heard you impersonate anyone ever. You've done that pretty well. Can I just say something? This is um, a little bit under. Speaking of un-Australian, I actually never really rated Richie Benno as a commentator. And this, so this week was four years since. I've never heard anyone say that before. I mm. know oh, since Richie Benno passed, but I just found him a bit dull and boring and dull. Yeah, I just... He was quite quirky and quite funny. I, I'd have never heard Oh, it. I wouldn't say funny. I think quirky. No, nah, he, he had a dry But a dry everyone loves him. And I... You, you know what I really hate? I hate seeing those idiots at the cricket with their Richie Benos. It's been done before, boys. Yeah. Put it away. Richies. With yeah. the Richies, yeah. I think you make your feelings known when you're at Adelaide Oval about that too, Pess. 
Yeah, I've got other things to worry about. <laughs> yeah. uh, the interesting thing about Richie Benno, he gets remembered more for being a commentator than he is for being a Australian captain and spin bowler and batsman. Very true. Yeah, he used to have very wet lips, didn't he? Yeah, very wet lips. No? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now, this, would you rather, you're watching a game, you invest in the game, your team's playing, would you rather listen to Nick Del Santo commentate that game or Dermot Brereton? Del Santo. Del Santo. Yeah. Have you listened to him? Yeah, no. no but he's, Dermot, Dermot, he's terrible. Dermot Brereton is. When the esophagus of the player <laughs> comes through at a 45 degree angle, yeah. that's when you get it. Have you heard the guy impersonate him? It's hilarious. There's a guy that does impersonations of um, the Frio coach and Dermot Brereton. Let's chuck it up on uh, Twitter. And yeah, have you, let's do that. No, have you heard it? No. it? It is hilarious. This guy does a brilliant... Nicky Del Santo is very annoying. Like you know, he was just you know one of those outside little chippy chippy players. Like just get those cheap little possessions and stuff. Almost when he commentates, I was listening to him on the way here. Oh, see, almost. Um, he's just like he's very self righteous. He's always he's got a, he's got a big uh, role though in the media these days. <laughs> Where are you going with that? I'm glad you went there after role. that um, St Kilda uh, photo. Yeah. <laughs> Right That's now, Baz is the only one that has no idea what's going on in the show. Um, and, and also, you know what I listened to during the week was uh, Goddard on Open Mic. Okay. Very good, actually. Was yeah. he? Very good. I heard yeah. about the St Kilda Essen and he basically played with St Kilda to stay. Yeah, it was really interesting, actually. Yeah. A few little quick ones for you, and I'll tell you the reason why I've paired these guys up. Brody Smith or Hamish Harlett? Brody Smith, easily. Yeah. I thought you'd say that. Uh, Chad Wingard or Charlie Cameron? Right now, right now, geez, they're, they're both good. I, I think people underrate uh, Chad Wingard because he hasn't been around for a bit. This is the problem with would you rather's. Because sometimes... Just it's, choose a would you it's, rather. It, it's the impact of the player right now as opposed to the, the course of the career. Wingard's had the better career, but he's had a few a, a few poor... Who would you stuff. rather face? Wingard. Thank you. Lockie Neal or Rory Sloan? Lockie Neal. Lucky Neil. No, I'll go Rory Sloan, actually. Um, if you go into the AFL.com, here's another tip for you. If you go to the AFL.com.au, you can compare the pair. And those pairs are very, very similar. When you said easily Smith over Hartlett, the stats are very remarkably close. close. Same as Wingard and Charlie Cameron. Can we do like, Has Hartlett played more midfield than Smith, though? That would have made a difference. I, did, I don't know. Could we I do like Matt Harris versus Josh Bray? No, no. That, that I don't think we've got yeah. the stats apart from the um, premierships, the three. And Lockie yeah. Neal and Rory Sloan are very similar as well. So yeah. get on to afl.com. He's dominated this year Brisbane, isn't he? Oh, Neal, very, how good was he against Doing Paul very well. You're killing me here with my next segment, but anyway. Uh, so that is... You have another segment? My would you rather. <laughs> you got another segment? Yeah, we've got... Oh, that's right. Yeah, you do. Let's go to um, Faces Fresh Finds, and then we go back to the fat midfielder. Well, boys, Faces Fresh Finds. Uh, we brought um, this animal up earlier, but Winks, obviously, this Saturday, April 13, Queenlands of the States, $4 million race, over 2,000 metres, barrier nine, Winks is coming from. a dollar six for the win, Baz. Oh. If you put 50 bucks on that, what do you get back, mate? You get uh, $50.60. You get three dollars. Oh, yeah, there we go. Quick. <laughs> uh, this morning, obviously, had an issue and uh, kicked out at the sign. Hit the main major sponsor. It's gone worldwide. That Winks has gone nuts in the uh, in the. Uh, I think they're a bit rattled by that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is if uh, Winks wins, 
uh, this group one win, this is how it will compare. So Maccabi Diva, who's obviously got a statue, seven group one wins. Farlap, 13 group one wins. Black Caviar, 15 group one wins. Winx, 25 group one wins, which obviously comes a, a world record, um, which is amazing. So Baz, I know what you think of wins, Winx. But you can only race who you're going to race. Yeah, I know. I just like, at the start, you saw all the owners and they're all happy. You think, oh, how good's that? Good on them, good on them. The second time, good on them. Third time, oh, shut up. <laughs> so they've, <laughs> done, now, they've done that. That's the 30th time. It's like, mm. oh, come on. Well, they've like, done that 24 times. No, don't try not, um, only be excited so many times. So if you were in the Bradman era, it's like, hey, he's 100. And then you'd be like, oh, he's made another hundred. <laughs> and it's like, people's like, oh, Bradman just got us out of the, yeah, uh, no, you know, just, out of the depression. So, right. well, so would you like to see Hawthorne win the next 10 premierships? No, not you? at all. Exactly. Yeah. There's my yeah. point. But So what about when Brisbane won three flags in a row, or Crows won back-to-back? They only could compete against who they are competing against. And it was great it's to still, see them. It's still an unbelievable achievement for them yeah. to do that. Good on it. Move along. My next one, boys, this is the new platform. So, normally I get my fresh finds from Twitter or Facebook, and they're not overly funny. No, we know that. <laughs> I listened to Conversations with Cornsy this week, guys, and you can get that on your uh, podcast. Don't um, mind a bit of that. Bryzy Harris loves a bit of Conversations, conversations with Cornsy. Conversations with Cornsy. Yeah. He had the self-described legendary, which he calls himself this, Al Green, former 36er Al Green. A great, great story, and I encourage the brothers and sisters to listen to Did it. Did he ask him the hard questions? About an hour. Um... He talked about his uh, growing up. So Al Green was one of ten kids growing up in New York yeah, in the Bronx. There's one question I want from Al Green. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is where he's going. I hope where it's going too. I'm happy for you to propose the question because he may not have covered it in the podcast twice. But he was he was. Did you say he, about him peeking through windows? He may not have discussed them out. Oh. <laughs> I have no other interest in his career. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a customer at Kelly's Farm Pets too. He was. Uh, uh, yeah. I'd just like to announce that the Melbourne are going to win the game too. Just, uh... Oh, you're watching the football tonight, mate, <laughs> <are you? laughs> um, So growing up, he was one of ten kids growing up in the Bronx. He had family deaths with a couple of his brothers and he was in gangs. So he wasn't in a great space. Um, he started out as a boxer, but he bled too much. He said, because I had my cheekbones are too high. So he bled too too much. Looking through windows. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously went to basketball. He was actually drafted by NBA side Phoenix Suns and the NFL side San Diego Chargers at the same time. And he was brought to Adelaide by the legendary Ken Cole. And he was tossing up whether to come to Adelaide. Like, no, you know, 30 hour flight back then from New York. He had one question. How are the ladies in Adelaide? <laughs> and one of the guys said, you're going to have to beat him off with a stick. So he was on the next plane to Adelaide. He was a gun. Uh, he obviously ran bait in Sheffield. He's a 36 of a legend. He finished off with saying to Cornsey, uh, when you call me up asking if I talk about myself for an hour, I'll be the first person to do that. So he didn't lack <laughs> any, any uh, uh, encouragement to talk about himself. But give that a listen. Very That's good my face. Fresh funk. Well done. Um, Bazza. Tell us about this fat midfielder that's had a rebirth. Well, I think Lockie Neal's possessions just made me think that the, the fat midfielder's been neglected for a long time. Okay, now listen to these names. Dane Swan, pick 58. Robbie Gray, pick 55. Sam Mitchell, pick 36. Rory Sloan, pick 44. Uh, Lockie Neal, pick 58. <laughs> uh, Cameron Ling, 38. They're all exceptional research. David King, 46. Uh, Jack Stephen was 42. I think the unfashionable 
hard, nuggety midfielder gets neglected in the draft and the the athletic Martin McKinnon type. You Rory know, Sloan's <laughs> another one. Scott Burns you could put in there you too. Rory Sloan's 44. Scott sure. Burns, 92. Mm, yeah. um, like the, the athletic guys, they get the headlines. But these... Like Lockie, uh, Lockie Neal's game during the week was outstanding. What was it? Forty yeah. odd possessions against Port. Ten it's, in the last quarter. Oh, sensational! What he's what he's done, and I think that it doesn't get neglected in terms of draft day. These sort of midfielders, but if you can get them, then like Robbie Gray, fifty five. Yeah, That's you know when he's a kid, he's a small fat. Mm. You know, but look at him, fat now. forward pocket like Lacey yeah, yeah. So that was my just thought process, boys. Is a lot of those like um, Dane Swan, fifty eight, Brownlow medalist. Yeah. He so, always get kicked out of the club a dozen times, but yeah, yeah it paid off. So then, then they're not the fat uh, midfielder. They're the, no, the, the, the fat, they're the um, pure football skill. Pure football, yeah, yeah, and not the athletic six That's foot right. threes. Well, uh, we know, obviously, David Keller. He was high chance to get recruited when uh, mm-hmm. he was in his uh, junior years. Didn't get because they were looking for the athletes at that time of drafting. Mm-hmm. Probably a good move, really. Yeah, he kind of. Wasn't that great? I love to see the pure skilled footballer mm. on display. We... Well, Sam Mitchell, you, you saw him in his heyday. He wasn't quick, but how good was he with his skills and able to um, play in that midfield? Boys, been great banter. Next Very time good. we come to the shed, I hope to have some food um, like provided Baz... by my youngest brother. I'd like Baz to be on time next time. Uh, that would be very good, and I was impeccable. Just before we go, local footy t- uh, went off on the weekend. The yep. Barossa Bulldogs, I ran for the Barossa Bulldogs, had a, a tough loss, which was disappointing. Hey, calves. Uh, calves are fine. Um, the messages were, came out. Uh, same size shorts d- d- last year. Same size shorts, but uh, other a lot of other grades, they didn't have their... Uh, registration forms. Heaps of clubs lost points because they didn't have the registration forms. A- our mate Paddy Keane put a story out about yeah. that during the week. Any other new- local news you got for me? Nothing. Okay. Uh, so- oh, my daughter played her first game of netball. <laughs> she loved it. One by a goal. <laughs> uh, had no idea what to do in the first quarter. Uh, stepping and not going in contact or whatever they call it. Came back, gutsy one goal win, rah, 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 like you said last week. <laughs> and I've got a song this week, so very excited for the Sparkling Diamonds she, under 11s. Is she a smiling assassin like her old man? No, she's not. Uh, she's a wing attack. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Thanks, boys. Good banter. Cheers, boys. See you, lads.